get the language right tonight. Let's get Genesis 34, verse 1. So Abraham was a mighty man. Jacob was a mighty man. This is 34 and verse 1. The book of Genesis, chapter 34, verse 1. And Dinah, the daughter of Leah, which she bare unto Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. And when, the, and when Shechem, the son of Hamor, the Havite prince of the country, saw her, he took her and lay with her in the fowl. He raped her. Yeah. And his soul clave unto Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the damsel, and spake kindly unto the damsel. After he raped her, he started trying to get with her, hook up with her. Go ahead. And Shechem spake unto his father Hamor, saying, Give me this damsel to wife. And Jacob heard that he had befouled Dinah, his daughter. Now his sons were with his cattle in the field. And Jacob held his peace until they were come. Yeah. And Hamar, the father of Shechem, went out unto Jacob to commune with him. And the sons of Jacob came out of the field when they heard it. And the men were grieved, and they were very wroth. Yo, I'm pissed off. The sons of Mag, yeah. Because he had wrought folly in Israel, and lying with Jacob's daughter, which thing ought not to be done. And Hamar communed with them, saying, The soul of my son Shechem longeth for your daughter. I pray you give her him to wife. Yeah. And make ye marriages with, with us, and give your daughters unto us, and take our daughters unto you. Yeah. And ye shall dwell with us, and the land shall be before you. Dwell and trade ye therein, and get ye possessions therein. And Shechem said unto her father, unto her brethren, Let me find grace in your eyes, and what ye shall say unto me, I will give. Ask me never so much dowry and gift, and I will give according as ye shall say unto me. But give me the damsel to wife. Yeah. And the sons of Jacob answered Shechem and Hamor, his father, deceitfully, and said, Because he had defiled Dinah, their sister. Yeah. And they said unto them, We cannot do this thing, to give our sister to one that is uncircumcised. But that were a reproach unto us. Yeah. But in this, we, in this will we consent unto you, if you will be as if if you will be as we be. And every male of you be circumcised. Y'all get circumcised first. Yeah. Verse 17. But if you will not hearken unto us to be circumcised, then we will take our daughter and we will be gone. We're going to leave y'all. Go ahead. You did what you did was evil. So we'll leave. Go ahead. And their word pleased Hamar and Shechem, Hamar's son. And the young man deferred not to do the thing because he had delight in Jacob's daughter. And he was more honorable than all the house of his father. And Hamar and Shechem, his son, came unto the gate of their city and communed with the men there, and communed with the men of their city, saying, these men are peaceful with us. Therefore, let, let them dwell in the land and trade therein. For the land, behold, it is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters to us for wives, and let us give them our daughters. 
Only herein will the men consent unto us for to, to dwell with us, to be one people. If every male among us be circumcised, and they are uncircumcised, shall not their cattle their substance, and every beast of theirs be ours. Only let us consent unto them, and they will dwell with us. Right, go ahead. And to Hamar and unto Shechem, his son, hearkened all that went out of the gate of, of the city. Because Hamar had status. He was a leader right. of that area. Go ahead. And so, so everybody that lived there followed, followed his instructions. Go ahead. And every male was circumcised, all that went out of the gate of the city. And it came to pass on the third day when they were sore. They were all sore from being cut. That takes a long time to heal. Go ahead. To get a couple. Go ahead. That two of the sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi. Simeon and Levi. Go ahead. Dinah's brother took each man his sword and came upon the city boldly and slew all the men. And they killed everybody. They got mad. They went out and they killed everyone. Go ahead. And they slew Hamar and Shechem, his son, with the edge of the and sword. And they killed those two also, especially those two. Go ahead. <laughs> and took Dinah out of Shechem's house and went out. The sons of Jacob came upon the slain, spoiled the city because they had defiled their sister. They took their sheep and their oxen and their asses, and that which was in the city, and that was in the field. They robbed them too, go ahead. And all their wealth, and all their little ones, and their wives took their cash, and spoiled even all that was in the house. And Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have troubled me to make me to stink among the inhabitants of the land. What have you guys done? Go ahead. Among the Canaanites and among and the Parasites. We are numbered. What you guys doing this for? We are numbered. These people got family here. Go ahead. And I being in few and I being few in number, they shall gather themselves together against me and slay me. And I shall be destroyed. I am my house. They're gonna kill us all because of y'all. Go ahead. And they say, Should he deal with our sister as with an hearted? You gonna disrespect our sister like that and get away with it? Nah. <laughs> nah, that ain't happen. You put them all to death for that. Next chapter in verse 35. Chapter 35, verse 1. And God said unto Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there, and make there an altar to God that appear unto thee when thou fledest from the face of Esau thy brother. Read again. And God said unto Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there. You read this in Hosea 12. Read again. And make there an altar unto God. Make there an altar unto God. Watch that. Watch this. That appeared unto thee when thou fledst from the face of Esau thy brother. Make an altar unto God. The same God you wrestle with, make an altar unto him. Make an altar for him so he can help you. It's the same guy he's talking about. Go ahead. Then Jacob said unto his household and to all that were with him, put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean and change your garments. And let us arise and go up to Bethany, and I will make there an altar unto God, who answered me in the day of my distress, and was with me in the way which I went. And they gave unto Jacob all the strange gods which were in their hand, and all their earrings which were in their ears. The wives are still in the midst of idolatry, because their father was an idolatry. Go ahead. And Jacob hid them, hid them under the oak which was by shepherd. Go ahead. And they journeyed, and the terror of God was upon the cities that were around about them. And the Lord, the terror of God, the Lord started terrorizing the heathens in that area. So keep Jacob safe. Go ahead. And they did not pursue after the sons of Jacob. So they were being terrorized by God. So they didn't have time to, to chase after him. So the Lord watched out. That same God that he wrestled with looked after him for him to escape at the same time. So now. Hey, but when you check it, right? What, what, um, what you see... Simeon and Levi did. God put the spirit on them to do that. Mm -hmm. 
Because the most I didn't want, he didn't want Jacob's and Jacob's sons and them intermingling and becoming one with, with, with Shechem and his people. Mm-hmm. The most I didn't want that. So the most I put the spirit on, on um, Simeon and Levi to do what they did. All right? You all got to see things spiritually. That's why they did what they did. The most I put the spirit on them. Because imagine if they didn't do that. Imagine how history would have played out. You know, we would have got a bunch of heathens mixing amongst us. Right, but you know, <laughs> but they went they went beyond because they killed the man that raped their, their sister, but they went and killed cool as hell, man. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> Moses said that, they, that, the, that their anger was was cool, it was horrible. Judith nine, we're gonna read it again. Judith nine verse two. The law was behind it, but they went beyond it. They went they went <laughs> the level, they went to that place. Judith 9, verse 2. The book of Judith, chapter 9, verse 2. O Lord God and my father Simeon, to whom thou gavest a sword to take vengeance of the strangers, who loosed the girdle of a maid to defile her, and discovered the, the thigh to her to her shame, and polluted her virginity to her reproach. For thou saidest, it shall not be so, and yet they did so. So this is Judith saying up a prayer. Regarding her forefather Simeon, what she and what he did with Levi, she's repeating what we did. She's repeating what we, read, what we read earlier. Go ahead. Wherefore thou gavest their rulers to be slain, so that they died their bed in blood, Damn. being deceived and smote as the servants with their lord, and the lord upon their throne. So I kill everybody. Go ahead. And has given their wives for a prey, and their daughters to be captive, and all their spoils to be divided among thy dear children, which were moved with thy zeal. And abhor the pollution of their blood, and call upon thee for aid. O God, O my God, hear me also a will. So Judas was repeating that prayer, and now the Lord defended her forefather Jacob when Simeon and Levi went on that murder spree and killed all those men raping their sister. Alright? So she repeated it. Let's get um page 29 again in Judas Encyclopedia. Page 29, we're gonna start at the next reel. Jewish Encyclopedia, page 29. We're going to end that golden calf. Page 29. Page 29. We're going to start with this, the real. The real and that um, golden calf. Did the next real military clash. The next real right there. The next real military clash in biblical history. The next real military class of biblical history involves Abraham's great grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Simeon and Levi were a strange, even dangerous combination. Simeon and Levi were a strange, even dangerous combination. That's what the Lord said in prophecy. I'm gonna divide y'all two. Cause y'all together, y'all gonna y'all dangerous, man. Y'all two are a strange and deadly combination. Go ahead. The second and third sons of Jacob and Leah had very different personalities. Go ahead. Simeon was slow and sensuous, with a long fuse connected to a powerful power cable. So Simeon was a slow and sensuous, with a long fuse and very patient, 
But if he got pushed to the edge, he was a pilot king. He'd, he'd get mad, it was over. Go ahead. Levi was a fanatically attached to ideals as he could be detached from people. Levi can cut you off like this. He wasn't attached to nobody. He cut you off quick. We're going to read that. That's, that's proven. Go ahead. Scripture. Go ahead. Levi and his descendants would skillfully serve the Israelites as priests and educators. The Levites alone were strangers to the tools of the farmer, to the tools of the farmer and soldier, but they did not wince when, when called upon by Moses to slaughter 3,000 worshippers of the golden calf. They did not wince when called upon by Moses to slaughter 3,000 worshippers of the golden calf. So they did not care. They were told to kill, they killed on command. No, no questions. No, no, oh, why? They didn't care. That's how Levi rolled. And Simeon was just as bad. Simeon was dangerous. Levi was dangerous. And together, whoo, giraffe. So together, they said, they probably said, you know, I'm talking about some murder plots. Yeah. <laughs> but they come. Remember, those two told him, him on Shechem, get circumcised. Right. Anyway, but the third day, they all saw, and they, oh, man, why do you do this, man? Why are we all going to cut for? He want to marry her, not me. I want to marry her. <laughs> so, oh, you got a sword? Good. Let's go in there and kill everybody. But, but what you got to see, what you all got to see, like the Bible just gave us a history of what took place, right? But what you got to understand is that Simeon and Levi, they what they plucked that, they schemed that. They did. They said, you know what? This is what we're going to do. You know, we're going to let them get circumcised. We're going to go to them. We're going to say, yo, all, all of you men get circumcised. You know, and then after they all circumcised and they saw, we're going to go and kill them all. Right. You know I mean, so they literally was scheming on killing everybody, man. Yeah. You know, that's what that the chain of thought. That's why God said, You two, I gotta divide you all in Israel. Yeah. Yeah. You're too cruel, man. Yeah. And they had no intention of marrying them even women. No yeah. intention at all. <laughs> you gonna kill them all and take their wives and daughters captive. <laughs> take their wealth. Horrible. Deuteronomy 33, verse 8 to 9. To prove that Levi had a cutoff switch, he cut you off easy. Some of y'all can't. Some of y'all got that spirit. Oh, my friend, my buddy. Levi didn't care about that stuff. Did not care at all about that stuff. That buddy stuff. Deuteronomy thirty-three, verse eight. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter thirty-three, verse eight. And of Levi he said, "Let thy coming and thy urine be with the whole thy holy ones." Whom thou disproved. Oh, the thumb and urine were, 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 we know today, we call them crystal balls. The Lord used those things for us to speak to them, to speak to him. He gave us these um these items called urine and thumb to speak to him, to receive counsel from, from him. All right? And, and the Levites had possession of those things. Go ahead. And the Levites said, Let thy thumb and thy urine be with thy holy man, whom thou disproved at Messiah, and with whom thou described at the waters of Meribah. Right, go ahead. Who said unto his father and to his mother? Levi said to his father and mother, What? I have not seen neither did he acknowledge his brethren, nor knew his own children, but they have observed thy word and kept thy covenant. Read not again. Yeah. Who said unto his father to, and to his mother, I, I have not seen. I don't know them. Because the parents was going off. Killer. So Levi killed their parents. Moses said, Go and kill. That man, whoever wasn't worshiping that cat. Mom and dad, you worshiping them, them, them calves too? Okay, stab mom, stab. They didn't care. Levi did not care. Go ahead. Neither did he acknowledge his brother. Oh, my brother's over there worshiping the golden calf? Stab. They didn't care. 
That's my brother. Nah, I didn't have that spirit like that. Go ahead. Going through his own children. Are my, my sons over there doing that? My daughter's over there watching the Golden Cab? Let me talk to you for a second. Stab. Yeah, time for that. You know, you know some sisters. No, no, my baby. Don't no, kill my that's baby. That's not how Levi was. <laughs> Back then, not about now. Go ahead. For they have observed thy word and kept thy covenant. Because they, they observed the word and kept thy covenant. They did not care. They were fanatic, they had a fanatical zeal. They cut you off quick. They didn't care. Let's get um, Genesis 49, verse 5. Genesis 49 and verse 5. Book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse 5. Unstable. Simeon, sorry, Simeon and Levi are brothers. Uh-huh. Instruments of cruelty are in their habitation. Uh-huh. Oh, my soul, come not down into their secret. Don't come down to their gathering together. Go ahead. Until, that, uh, until their assembly, my honor. Be not thou united. That's what that's a prophecy in the last days. They'll not, they'll be together. Now all Israel is brethren, all of us. But if these two are brethren, mean they'll be close. <coughs> Simeon and Levi are brother means they'll be close. They'll be, they'll be close together. <coughs> read it from the top again. Oh my soul. Come no, back. read verse five again from the top. Verse five. Simeon and Levi are brethren. Now all the, the brother, all the all of the sons were brethren, but these two, he's saying are brethren because in the last days those two will be together. They'll be close together. Go ahead. Instruments of cruelty are in their habitation. Right, it'll be their witchcraft and their sorcery. Go ahead. Oh my soul. Oh my soul, meaning my people, referring to our people. Um, all the other twelve. I mean the other uh ten. Go ahead. Come not down to their secret. Don't go. Don't don't follow their, their um example. Go ahead and their witchcraft and so forth. Go ahead. Until their assembly. Until their gathering. Go ahead. Be not thou united. Be not thou united. Those two will be together, but not be united. They'll be divided. Go ahead. For in their anger, they slew a man. The Lord's telling you why he has them divided even till now. Read again, because what? For in their anger, they slew a man. And in their self-will. In their self-will, doing what they want to do. Go ahead. They dig down a wall. That wall was that covenant between them. Well, listen, you give us your sons and daughters and so forth. That was the covenant. They fixed it out with that. We ain't giving them nothing. Kill them all. <laughs> Listen, those two can't be together. They'll destroy everything. Don't no. I'm gonna separate those two. Man, he'll speak French. He'll speak Spanish. He'll hate him. He'll hate him. They'll say they're different. No, divide them. Go ahead. Verse seven. Cursed be their anger. Read again. Cursed be their anger. Cursed be their anger. Go ahead. For it was fierce. It was fierce. It was too much. Go ahead. And their wrath. For it was cruel. Their wrath. Their destructive force. It was cruel. But they killed people that didn't need, need to be killed. Hamor and Shechem were responsible. Shechem raped Dinah. They killed Hamor and everybody else. They, they often didn't rape Dinah, just but they said, nah, for, them, for him raping her, we're going to kill his father and kill everyone in that city. <laughs> Those two was crazy, man. Go ahead. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Right, so now. And now it's not a scattered abroad, even till now. Exodus 32, verse 25. Exodus 32, verse 25. The book of Exodus, chapter 32, verse 25. And when Moses saw that the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked, until their shame among their enemies. This is a golden cap. They thought Moses was going to come back. He said, let's make a golden cap and worship that instead. Moses is gone. 
let's all be evil again. Read from the top. And when Moses saw that the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked. I Meaning made them sin. Naked means they went to sin in this context. Go ahead. Until their shame among their enemies. Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Which one of you is on my side? The Lord's side. Go ahead. Let him come unto me. Come come on my side. Go ahead. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. And Levi stepped on his side. Go ahead. And he said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Put every man his sword by his side, and go in and out from gate to gate throughout the camp, and slay every man his brother, and every man his companion, and every man his neighbor. And the children of Levi did according to the word of Moses. And there fell the people that day about 3,000 men. Levi killed 3,000 people. It didn't matter who it was. What tribe it was. Mom, dad, brother, sister, child. They went and killed 3,000. Whoever wasn't guilty that golden calf and Moses was gone. Whoever they saw worshiping that golden calf, they killed. Aaron got spared because that was Moses' brother. When he said, anybody else, kill everybody else. Kill everyone. Levi did not have no attachments. I don't know about today. But back then, Levi had no attachments. Today, y'all different now. Uh, friends. The young Israel. Young Israel. A magazine. Volume 2. Page 181. Young Israel. A monthly magazine. Volume 2. Page 181. We're going to start at the ancient Hebrews. We're going to end at Inhabitants of the city. The ancient Hebrews on page 181. The Levi, even to this day, had that, that violent temper, though. Even now, you're up in times here, and a lot of these rappers say, we'll get some Haitians on you. The Levi, even till now, got that vicious temper. Send me in two. Maybe cut people up. Machetes and all that. Y'all freaking violent as hell, man. Simeon Levi be hacking you up with them, with them machetes. Hacking you up. And burning you with tires too. Burning you over behind with tires. The tires around you. Set you on fire. Do that too. They don't play with you. That violent tendency is still there. Just in wickedness. Well, further wickedness. Found in ancient Hebrews right there. The ancient, ancient Hebrews are going to end at... Um, the inhabitants of the city, right there on the far right. The, the, ancient, right. the ancient Hebrews were educated to the use of arms from their youth. They were ancient. They were educated to the use of arms, swords, spears from their youth, from young. Go ahead. To a nomadic people with innate, with in, innate fighting instincts. Stop. You got to stop right there alone. No, to a, no, they were nomadic and we traveled around with innate fighting instincts. You know what innate means? That means it's in the back of your mind how to fight. The gift is already in you. Just got to be awakened. Innate fighting instincts. Read on. And always at war with the bellicose nations by whom they were surrounded. So the Lord, when he made us, he put in us the, the gift of knowing how to fight. Just got to turn it on. We didn't go. We didn't have no skills in how to fight. The Lord said, I'm going to leave heathens right here. Let them survive. You guys are going to go to war. But we had in us already built 
an innate fighting instinct. Abraham had it. Jacob had it. Wrestled with an angel for almost for damn near almost all night long. Who the hell wrestles all night? To the sunrise. I wrestled for an hour. I'm, it's not even an hour. Maybe 10 minutes. Are you going to stop? Now I was a kid at the time. That's too long. Hey, innate, innate means it means that you doing moves that you didn't even know you had. You understand? You know, like you get into a fight and you, you do some crazy stuff. Then when you're done, you're like, damn, what the hell I just hold the hold do I look? No, you do that. What the hell I just did? That's how the moon side say created us, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we got that natural instinct in us of the fight. That's why even when you look at fighting, what's that dude with T Bone, what's his name? You know, the dude with the big beard. Oh, uh, Tebow, Tebow Slice. Kimbo, Kimbo Slice. Kimbo, that dude used to be knocking up. I saw a fight where I saw a fight where he knocked over this Edomite man. I was like, damn. I saw he knocked the guy's eye out of his head. Yeah, you know that one. Yeah. Knocked yeah. the guy's eye out of his head. Yeah. Out the socket, knocked it out. Kimbo, the beast. Tyson also. Yeah. Some of y'all getting spirits on y'all. Relax. Yeah, oh, the next fight I can't fight. Yeah, <laughs> fighting Greek stuff. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> but aside from that. Tyson, Muhammad Ali, um, Sugar, Sugar, Ray Leonard, um, what was his name? Frazier. These men were fighters. Mayweather comes from a a family of fighters. A family of them. And Tyson, they found him on the street. (coughs) Even might saw in in him, this guy's going to be a fighter. Look at him. Train him. He became one of the greatest fighters of all time. Because it's in us already. Um, Read on. Innate. Fighting instinct at two way nomadic people with an innate fighting instincts and always at war with the bellicose nations by whom they were surrounded. Skillful attainment in the use of weapons was an absolute necessity. The instrument of war, mo- the instrument of war most generally referred to in the scriptures was the sword. The cherub is the first mentioned in a passing reference by Laban when he reproved Jacob. But the terrible nature of the weapon is seen in the first distinct. Illusion in the Bible. Uh-huh. When Simeon and Levi slaughtered Shechem and all the inhabitants of the city, uh-huh. a still more convincing illustration of the frightful wound the Hebrew sword could give is furnished in the revolting incident in the career of Joab, who treacherously murdered Amazon. They don't go too far. Hold on. What inhabitants that? No, she did far. Right. Stop there. Stop there. That's all I wonder. I'm going too far ahead. You might as well read it now. Already spoiled it. Just read this still more convincing. Yeah, read it. A still more convincing illustration of the frightful wounds the Hebrew sword could give is furnished in the revolting incident in the career of Joab. Joab, yeah, Joab was one of David's mighty men. Go ahead. Who treacherously murdered Amasa. His own a brother. Go ahead. Joab was an expert swordsman. He was an expert swordsman. Go ahead. And was also ambidextrous. He can use both hands. And on that's all I want. Joab was a was a mighty man. David's mighty man. He was an expert swordsman. And David was a leader. So that shows you what he was. Get um Josephus, book two, chapter ten. I think I gave you that one. Just type you have it? Josephus, book two, chapter ten.
Josephus chapter 2, book 2, chapter 10. How Moses made Hold on, we're going to stop at, start at Moses was to be, and end that great sword of Ethiopians. Moses was to be, and great sword of Ethiopians. Moses, Moses, yep, that's it. Because Moses was to be their general. Right, let's go into this three that's on the Bible. You watch a movie called Ten Commandments. He had come back from the war with the Ethiopians. When he was in Egypt, he was a general. As they say, so he says that he was, he was a general of the Egyptian army. He had status when he got older. And he, he commanded an army. He was a general. Go ahead. Because Moses was to be their general. But Moses prevented the enemies and took and led his army before those enemies were apprised of his attacking. For he did not march by the river, but by land, where he gave a wonderful demonstration of his sagacity, of his sagacity, his wisdom. Go ahead. For when the ground was difficult to be passed over because of the multitude of serpents, which it produces in vast numbers, and indeed in singular in some of those productions, which other countries do not breed. And yet, such as are worse than others in power and mystery. Turn to a bird. Go ahead. And an unusual fierceness of sight, some of which ascend out of the ground unseen, and also fly in the air, and do come upon men un unaware, and do them a mystery. Moses invented a wonderful stratagem to preserve the army safe and without hurt. His own army. Go ahead. To fight against the Ethiopians. Go ahead. For he made baskets like unto arts of sedge, and filled them with. Emphasis. That's the birds, go ahead. And carried them along with them, which animal is the greatest enemy to serpents and snakes, go ahead. Imagine. But they fly from them when they come near them. Fly from them. But they fly from them when they come near them. near them. And as they fly, they are caught and devoured by them, as if were done by the stags. But the emphasis are tame creatures and only enemies to the serpentine kind. But about these emphasis, I say no more at present. Since the Greeks themselves are not unacquainted with this sort of bird, as soon, as soon, therefore, as Moses was come to the land which was the breeder of these serpents. So there was a land he was trying to get the Ethiopians, and there was a bunch of snakes in that area. So he got these birds that eat those snakes. So he can cross that, because that area was dangerous. A lot of serpents were there. So he got these birds gathered together, let them loose. They will come and eat the, eat the snakes, so they can travel through that terrain safely, and not get killed by the snakes. Go ahead. He let loose the edge. And by their means repelled the serpentine gun and used them for his assistance before the army came upon that ground. When he had therefore proceeded, thus on his journey, he came upon the Ethiopians before they had expected him. Yeah. And joining battle with them, he beat them and deprived them of their hopes, of the hope they had of success against the Egyptians. And went on and overthrowing their, their cities, and indeed made a great slaughter of these Ethiopians. So Moses was a fighter. He was a fighter also. You know that he killed that Egyptian guy that was beating his brother and hit the body in the sand. So Moses was a fighter also. He was a general. I say, say historically that he was a general in the Egyptian army. All right. Let's get um. Numbers twenty-five, verse seven. Numbers twenty-five, verse seven. I mean, verse 1. The book of Numbers, chapter 25, verse 1. And Israel abode in Shittim, 
And the people began to commit horns in the daughters of Moab. And they called the people into the sacrifices of their gods. And the people did eat and bow down to their gods. And Israel joined themselves unto Baal, Baal Peor. Right, the God of Moab. Go ahead. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take all the heads of the people and hang them up before the Lord against the sun. So Moses told us to cut their heads off and hang them up before the sun. So everybody can see the heads hanging. Moses is no joke. He said, do that to Israel. Do this to Israel. Cut their heads off and hang their heads up in front of the sun. So others can see in fear. Go ahead. That the fierce anger of the Lord may be turned away from Israel. And Moses said unto the judges of Israel, Slay ye every one his men that were joined unto Baal Peor. And behold, one of the children of Israel came and brought unto his brother a Midianitish woman. And in the sight of Moses, and in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel, who were weeping before the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Yeah. And when Phoenix, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw it, he rose up from among his from among the congregation and took a javelin in his hand. Took a what? A javelin in his hand. So you see a Simeonite took this Midianite woman in his tent in front of everybody. He didn't care. Took her into his tent. And Phineas saw it and took a javelin in his hand. Go ahead, Levi, go ahead. Verse 8, and he went after the man of Israel into the tent and thrust both of them through. The man of Israel and the woman threw her belly so the plague was saved from the children of he Israel. He stabbed through both of them at the same time. When he did that, the plague was gone. Go ahead. And those that died in the plague were 20 and 4,000. Go ahead. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Phineas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, had turned my wrath away from the children of Israel, while he was zealous for my sake among them, that I consumed not the children of Israel in my jealousy. Okay. Wherefore, say, Behold, I give unto him my covenant of peace, and he shall have it, and his seed have it, even the covenant of an everlasting priesthood, because he was zealous for his God, and made an atonement for the children of Israel. Now the name of the Israelite that was slain, even that was slain with the Midianite's woman, was Zimri, the son of Salut, a prince of a chief house among the Simeon. The Simeon, the head. And the name of the Midianite's woman that was slain was Cosby, the daughter of Zerk. Zer, he was head of a people and of a chief house in Midian. 13, the, the 13 um, verse 1. Numbers 13 verse 1. So we use the javelin as a weapon. Javelin. Numbers 13 verse 1. The book of Numbers, chapter 13, verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men, that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall he send a man, every one a ruler among them. And Moses, by the commandment of, of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of, of uh, Paran. And all those, all those men were heads of the children of Israel. And these were the names of the tribe of Reuben, Shemuel, the son of Zechariah. Of the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, the son of Hori. Of the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephthah. Caleb, go ahead. Of the tribe of Issachar, Egal, the son of Joseph. Of the tribe of Ephraim, Hosea, the son of Nun. That's Joshua, the son of Nun, go ahead. Of the tribe of Benjamin. Come on, jump down, to, jump down to verse 16. Verse 16. These are the names of the men which Moses sent to spy out the land, which Moses, and Moses called Hosea, the son of Nun. Jehoshua. Jehoshua. And Moses sent so Moses them, renamed him from Hosea to Jehoshua, go ahead, or Joshua, go ahead. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get ye up this way southward and go up unto the mountain 
and see the land, what it is, and the people that dwell up therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many, and what the land is that dwell that dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that they dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not, and it be ye of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and searched the land from the wilderness of Zen unto Rhea, as men come to Hamath. And they ascended by the south and came unto Hebron, where Ahidim, Shishai, and Talmai, the children of Anak, were. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. And they came unto the brook of Eshcol and cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes. And they bear it between two upon a staff. So it took two men to carry a cluster of grapes. The grapes were huge. The grapes were so big, it took two men to carry a cluster of grapes on the staff. Go ahead. And they bear it between two upon a staff. And they brought it of the pomegranates and of the figs. The place was called the brook, uh, the brook Esther because of the cluster of grapes which the children of Israel cut down from thence. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Haran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land with the dissensors, and surely they flowed with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Yeah. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are warm and very great, and moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. We can do it. Let, let, let's do it. Let's take the land from now. We can go to war. Caleb was strong and mighty. He says, Let's go to war. We ready to go. Let's go. Yeah. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Yeah, the people were scared. Yeah. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto, unto the children of Israel, saying, The land, though we though which we had gone to search it, is a land that even sent out there to um, spot the land. But Caleb and Joshua were like, Yo, who cares? We can take them out and take, take them down. It's not a big deal for us. Go ahead. And verse 33. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. So that's how big the giants were. They were so, they, they, they seemed like bugs to them. So that these 12 men that were sent out, I, um, 10 of them was like, yo, we, we can't win this battle. These guys are huge. They'll eat us alive. And Josh and Caleb said, let's, let's, let's do this, man. Let's, let's do it. We can take them out. Caleb was brave. He didn't care. Joshua either, but the other ones is all scared and put, and put fear in anybody else. Get them. Um, yeah. Fourteen. Is it fourteen verse one? Read on. Fourteen verse one. Numbers chapter fourteen verse one. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. See what happened? Not a fear in them. Not they not they cursing the elders out now. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in this wilderness? And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? 
were it not better for us to return unto Egypt? And they said one to another, let us make it captive and let us return into Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephthah, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. They were pissed off. They got mad. Go ahead. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it is an exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us unto the land and give it us. <laughs> so Jake said, man, get out of here with that, man. They'll kill us. They're stone these dudes. They ain't listen. They ain't believe them. That and the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. That's all I want. Let's get Joshua chapter 1, verse 7. So the Lord said, I'm going to kill all of them and keep these two alive. Go into the promised land. Yah, faithless, faithless Jake. Joshua 1, verse 7. The book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper with us wherever thou goest. Jump to verse 16. Verse 16. And they answered Joshua, saying, All that thou commandest us, we will do. And whithersoever thou sendest us, we will go. According as we hearken unto Moses in all things, so will we hearken unto thee. Only the Lord thy God be with thee, as he was with Moses. Wheresoever he, wheresoever he be, that whosoever, whosoever, whosoever he be that doth rebel against thy commandment, and will not hearken unto thy words in all that thou commandest him, he shall be put to death. Only be strong and of a good courage. So at this point, the Most High had let up, had given Joshua loyal brothers and sisters that were with him. Loyal, which is now, which is very rare now. Get um, chapter two, verse one. Joshua chapter two, verse one. And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out of Shiloh two men to spy secretly, saying, "Go view the land, even Jericho." And they went and came into an harlot's house named Rehab and lodged there. Yeah, verse 2. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came there came men hither tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thy house. Yeah, chapter 6, verse 21. Chapter 6, verse 21. So at this point, these two men were sent to spot the land. And they came across Jericho. They had the harlot saw them, and she hid them from the um, from her people. Only if the, she knew that we were going to come there and take over that city, so she helped. So she she um helped us escape. Get shot, um, Joshua six verse twenty one. Joshua chapter six verse twenty one. So we walked around the city. The walls came crumbling down, and we went in there. And we killed everybody except Rahab and her family. That was the deal. If she spared us. We spared her. And we came back and killed everybody. We spared her. Read this. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, and ox, and sheep, and ass with the edge of the sword. So Joshua and his men went in there. He killed everyone except Rahab and her family. Get 2 Maccabees 12, verse 15. Let's see how much killing Joshua did. 2 Maccabees 12, verse 15. 2 Maccabees. 
chapter 12, verse 15. Wherefore, Judas with his company, calling upon the great Lord of the world, who without any ram or engines of war did cast down Jericho in the time of Joshua, gave a fierce assault against the wall, yeah. and took the city by the will of God, and made unspeakable slaughter. Joshua did what? And made unspeakable slaughter. Joshua made unspeakable slaughters. Go ahead. And so much that a late two furlong broad near adjoining thereunto, being filled full, was seen running with blood. So that's how much blood we shed. That we, we filled the lake with blood. That the lake itself that had blood dripping from it. Dripping or dripping in the midst of it. That's how much killing Joshua and did at Jericho. I said, Rahab said, listen, man, I let you guys live. Just spare my family. He said, we got you. We spared our life. When Joshua went there with his men, we killed everybody. There was no stone unturned. Joshua was a mighty man as well. So was Caleb. Here's Sirach 46, verse 1. Ecclesiastes 46, verse 1. The book of Sirach, chapter 46, verse 1. Jesus, the son of the was valiant in the war. Name is none in Greek. Go ahead. Was valiant in the wars and was the successor of Moses in prophecy, who according to his name was made great for the saving of the elect of God, and taking vengeance of the enemies that rose up against him, that he might set Israel in their inheritance. How great glory got he when he did lift up his hand and stretched out his sword against the city. Now read verse one again, I'm sorry. Jesus, the son of the faith, was valiant in the war. Was valiant in the wars, taking the land over. Go ahead. And was the successor of Moses in prophecy, who according to his name according to his name was gotten salvation, God is um he is my God is my salvation. Joshua, go ahead, Savior, go ahead. Was made great for the saving of the elect of God. He was made great for the saving of the elect of God. So Moses named him Jehoshua. From Hosea to Joshua, because he became the savior or of Israel. Fighting for fighting the battles for us against the heathens in the promised land. Go ahead. And taking vengeance of the enemies that rose up against them. That he might set Israel in their inheritance. And he did. Let's get War of the Jews again, page 26. We're going to end that sickle sword. Swords came into varieties, curved and straight. The original swords of Joshua's time were using the curved or sickle sword. Curved or sickle sword. Let's look up sickle sword image real quick. Sickle sword. <coughs> a curved or a sickle sword. Curved would be like this. Or a sickle sword. This type of sickle sword. Ancient sickle sword. The two images we get. Most of them Arabs fight for themselves. There you go. Sickle sword. That's the one in the middle. We fought with those. Joshua fought with those. Ishmael uses those a lot. Ishmael still uses those. Yeah. So now, sickle swords. Damn. That was our weapon. That was our weapon. Yeah. You use that too. 
These are simple swords here. You have curved swords, there's curved. The third one, the third to the right, on top, and there's a curved one right there. You have a sickle sword to the, to the, to the rest of them. All right? So that's what Joshua and them used to do a lot of damage. Let's get Tales of the Warrior Judges. Tales of the Warrior Judges. No, no. no, let's get Paige. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's get Judges 15. Judges 15. Judges 15 to 30. Go there. Judges 15. Judges 3, 15. What the judges Chapter 3, verse 15. But when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, the Lord raised them up a deliverer. A Eli, savior. Go ahead. A savior. Oh, a deliverer. Oh. Yeah, savior. Go ahead. Ehud, the son of Gerach. A Benjamite. A Benjamite. Go ahead. A man left-handed. Left-handed. And by him, the children of Israel sent a present unto Eglon, the king of Moab. But Ehud gave him a dagger, which had two edges of a cubit length, and he did gird it under his raiment upon his right thigh. So he had this, he had a, he had a, uh, the blade on his right hand, on his right, right side, and he was left handed. Go ahead. And he, but Ehud gave him a dagger, which had two edges of a cubit length. And he did gird uh, under his raiment upon his right thigh. Yeah. And he brought the present unto Eglon, king of Moab. And Eglon was a very fat man. Eglon, Moab was, Moab was Chinese, Chinese. Very, very fat Chinese man. Fat, black Chinese dude. Go ahead. Hey, let's get an example. Like, um, uh, you know, the sumo Yeah, the sumo wrestler. Like, <laughs> like that. Like Not that. like that. Go ahead. <laughs> And when he had made an end to offer the present, he sent away the people that bear the present. But he himself turned again from the query, the query that were by Gibbon, and said, I have a secret errand unto thee, O king, who said, Keep silent. And all that stood by him went out from him. And Ehud came unto him, and he, and, was, and he was sitting in a summer parlor. So he said, I have a gift for you, king. He said, Okay, all y'all keep silent, keep silent, and get out. So I, I, I can see what this gift is um, um, privately. Go ahead. Which he had for himself alone. And Ehud said, I have a, a message from God unto thee. And he arose out of his seat. And Ehud put forth his left hand and took the dagger from his right thigh and thrust it into his belly. So he took the, <laughs> the his left hand, pulled the dagger out, and stabbed him in his belly. Go ahead. There's a message he said. He said, this is a gift from God. <laughs> Boy, he stabbed him. Go ahead. And the hat also went in after the blade. So he stabbed him so hard, he put the handle in him too. He put the whole blade in his stomach. Go ahead. And the fat clothes upon the blade. And he's so fat, it went, his fat overlapped over the blade. He couldn't get it. Go ahead. So that he could not draw the dagger out of his belly. He couldn't pull it out. He's too fat. Go ahead. And the dirt came out. And his guts came out. Go ahead. Then Ehud went forth through the porch and shut the doors of the parlor upon him. Ehud closed the porch, go ahead, and closed the doors, go ahead. And locked them. When he was gone out, his servants came. And when they saw that, when they saw that, behold, the doors of the parlor were locked. They said, surely he covered his feet in the summer. Oh, he's using the bathroom. They thought he was using the bathroom. He covered his feet. He using the bathroom. Go ahead. And they tarried till they were ashamed. And behold, he opened not the doors of the parlor. Therefore, they took a key and opened it. And behold, their Lord was falling down dead on the earth. And Ehud escaped while they tarried and passed beyond 
the queries and the statements of the Sarai. Sarai. Yeah. And it came to pass when he was come that he blew a trumpet in the mountain of Ephraim, and the children of Israel went down with him from the mountain, and he before them. And he said unto them, Follow after me, for the Lord has delivered your enemies, the Moabites, into your hand. And they went down after him, and took the took the ford of Jordan toward Moab, and suffered not a man to pass over. And they slew of Moab at that time about ten thousand men, all lusty, all fat, all was fat. Lusty means fat. <laughs> all lusty, all men of valor. They were they, they were fat, but they were tough. Fat warriors. Fat warriors. But <laughs> well, they're going to be put to death. Go ahead. And there escaped not a man. So Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel, and the land had rest for score years. Eighty years, because Israel was going to wickedness, and he was first in captivity, and he sent the savior. Wickedness, he's going to captivity, he sent the savior over and over and over again, even till now. Go ahead. Time of Judges, go ahead. And after him was Shambar, the son of Anak, which slew of the Philistines 600 men with an ox bow, and he also delivered Israel. I'm not guessing Shamgar means sword. Shamgar means sword. Read again. And after him was Shambar, the son of Anak, which slew of the Philistines 600 men with an ox bow, and he also delivered Israel. He was also a deliverer, like Ehud was. Look up ox goat, what an ox goat is. Ox goat. Let's see what that looks like. Hey, so y'all, y'all heard that name Shamgar, right? I know I love the brother, but I had to take that name right there. Yeah, <laughs> means sword. You know, listen, when you are taking names, do not take names that don't fit you all, man. You understand? Because I know this one brother, his name was Shamgar. Mm-hmm. His name was Shamgar the sword. You know, but his wife was smacking him behind the head. You know? <laughs> I'm like, the sword? That's yeah. the wrong name. Her, her name was Shemgar. Yeah. <laughs> so take names that suit your spirit, brothers. Don't be taking no names that, you know, ain't got nothing to do with you. You know? Like you said, Joshua's name was Savior. Yeah. Why? Because he, he saved, he delivered the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. You know? That's an ox gold. That's what he used to kill people with. <laughs> ox gold. All right. Stick. Now, I think it said that the, that the stick had like a sharp edge in the bottom. So you got like that hook right there, plus the sharp bottom. That's an ox gold. Get tails of the warrior. No. Get war of the Jews now. War of the Jews. Page 40. We're going to start at Ehud and end at Israel. No, end at... Uh, okay. We'll start there. Page 40, Ehud. Wars of the Jews. I thought I saw it earlier. Page 40, right? Yep, page 40. Page 40. Yeah. I text that to you. Page 40. All right. Um, no, I got to talk. They ain't got it. Yes, yeah, so what we what we going over? We going over 
warriors of our forefathers, man. You know, so what we want you brothers to do is all the scriptures you're bringing out concerning all these great warriors and how bad it was. We want you men to be like that spiritually, man. You understand? Spiritually today. Because today we fight in a spiritual war. You know, and eventually going, when Christ returns, it ain't going to be spiritual no more. But for, for right now, it's a spiritual war that we're fighting. Everything that come at us, it coming at us from a, from a spiritual point, point it, from a spiritual battle, a spiritual war here. You understand? You all got it? Yeah, everything that coming at us is spiritual, man. You know, from from sometimes sometimes somebody might be coming at you or somebody attacking you, and you might ask yourself, why is this person attacking me? Why is this person coming at me that way? Why? Because you are spiritual warfare. You understand? It's, it's spiritual. You know, the most I said good against evil. You know, so always remember that, brothers. When the war is going on, when things going on, always remember. It's, it's spiritual, man. Mm -hmm. You understand? It's spirit. It's not the person that you fighting, that you looking at you fighting. It's the spirit that's in that person, which is the spirit of Satan. Right. Always remember that. Like if you come against me and you coming against me to destroy me, you know, it's not you are really fighting. You know, it's Satan that's in you that's coming against me to fight. That's how you got to look at things, man. Everything is spiritual, man. Got it? Good. Son of Ehud. Son of Jarrah. Faculty assassinated. Ehud. This is more than two, page 40. Ehud, son of Jarrah, craftily assassinated King Eglon while bringing him a tributary gift. Ehud escaped to the hills of Ephraim where he blew a horn to summon the Israelites to battle while their enemy was in dis disarray. Like the Philistine panic that followed David's slaying of Goliath, the Moabites were suddenly leaders and easily put to flight. The quickly mobilized Israelites were able to slay 10,000 retreating Moabites at the banks of the Jordan, effectively eliminating the Moabite presence in Israel. Assassination of the single dominant enemy leader was a, a ploy perfected in the Middle East, the word deriving from the Arabic. While the major assassinations in the region have not been per perpetrated, by Israel, the option of eliminating Syrian or uh, Iraqi, this despot might seem more attractive to a new generation of Israelis that are further removed from the Anglo-Saxon sense of fair play. Yeah, I keep going. Shamgar, son of Anak, anticipating the superhuman prowess of Sam Samson, rescued Israel by slaying 600 Philistines with an ox bow. No jawbone of an ass. Shamgar's oxbow was a formidable weapon from 8 to 10 feet long, with a spike at one end and a chisel-shaped blade on the other. Like Samson, Shamgar served as a judge as well as a military leader. See? Problem. Shamgar went up anticipating the superhuman prowess of Samson. Damn. Superhuman. Superhuman prowess. Of Samson. So he had powers, brothers. He had powers. You understand? You all got to imagine the, the weapon that Aiton just showed. You all see it's like a hook thing like that. With, and then he got, he say he had a little sharp chisel below it. Imagine him, he fighting with that. 
You know, imagine you fighting 600 men with that. You all be watching them Jet Li movies, you all see how, how, how they be fighting. You know, you got like 50 dudes around you and you like, da, 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 da. you know what I mean? I just swinging it down. You know, you, you all got to use the imagination. I try to, I try like, I use my imagination when I read and things. So, you know, my mind go crazy. You know, when you all read these things, you all got to use the imagination. You know, you know, it's good to say be like a child. You know, when you read a book to a child, a child imagination run wild. Mm-hmm. You know, use your imagination when we're reading about how this man killed these 600 men, yo. You understand? It wasn't just stabbing like stab, stab, <laughs> stab. No, he was doing backflips in the air, chopping down with the sickle behind his back like that. And like, you know what I mean? So, you know, imagine what was going on, man. It was bad. Remember what the script, remember we read earlier on that. It's in our nature to, to um to fight naturally. You know, so he was doing some crazy stuff better than the Kung Fu movie, man. You know, who how much of y'all in here used to watch the Kung Fu movie and when you go home used to be like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting with your brethren and them on the street. You all used to do that? You know, my Kung Fu better than yours. <laughs> yeah, man, we used to watch all them Kung Fu movies when we go home. We used to be, we used to be running up, running up, running up the wall and walking backflips and all of that and fighting each other, you know? Well, anyway, let me let's go. <laughs> go to Tell for the Warrior Judges by John R. What is his name? Medoff? Meroff? Tales of the Warrior Judges by John R. Meroff, page 15. Page 15, we're going to start at this hero and end at Enterprise. Yep, right there, this hero. This hero... A Benjamite was apparently a youth by name Ehud. We are bound to fancy him a very different person in appearance from his royal enemy. Mm-hmm. Muscular, weary, and nimble. Like muscular, wiry, and nimble. Muscular, wiry, and fast. Go ahead. Like a gazelle on the mountains. Josephus speaks of him as a man of a very strong body. Fit for hard labor. He was strong. He was a strong man. He was fast. Go ahead. But best skilled in in using his left hand, in which was his whole strength. So his strength was in his left hand. That's why he was able to stab that guy all the way through like that. He couldn't get it out. Go ahead. Indeed, this left hand power seems strangely enough to have belonged to his tribe. For the same right in describing a great pitched battle some years before between the Benjamites and the other Israelites, uh-huh. especially mentioned that 500 of the archers slung stones with their left hand. Mm-hmm. We read in a subsequent chapter in Judges of a still greater number of the same tribe who as slingers had this peculiarity. And so perfect moreover were they were they in the warlike heart. Now that you see the tremor of God we are not black men, we are Israelites.
it's so hard to serve God. And why when I say that I'm a Jew, it's how odd. For years I've been walking around saying that I'm a black man. I ain't saying that no more, it's how hard, This is Bishop Nathaniel of Israel United in Christ. Please subscribe to our YouTube channels. Stay up to date with our latest events, music, and classroom lessons. IUIC plans to continue visiting different countries where this gospel has not been preached before. IUIC needs your help in pushing this truth. So join us. Subscribe to our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and podcasts, and stay up to date with us. For more information, please visit www.israelunite.org. Hey, cause they hate us. Yeah, they hate, cause they hate. 
I'm searching uh-huh. things before time written for learning. learning. Patiently waiting, salvation. I'm searching. Babylon I'm burning. Sinners gon' purge him. Take away oppression like a dream turning. Better wake up, high time that you're learning. Black man coming like a boogie when you owe him. Fourth of July, Christmas is lies. Easter is lies. Pagan surprise. Proof in the pudding. Religion is doodoo. It's worse than a voodoo. Criminal doodoo. Better realize that Christ ain't white. All these lies gonna die, gonna die. For the laws that they despise. Forrest Gump gonna die, gonna die. Trumped up charges, basking in the just basking in robbers, 31 flavors and targets. Lamentations, we were in vain for a nation that got problems to solve them, absolve them. Washington guy, we on the rise, they in decline, on the recycle. They got the nerve to swear on the Bible? Right. Never trust, never trust, never trust. Just a system that will always be broken. They hate, they hate, they hate us. Listening to the Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to the Forefront Radio.